In today's show, we're talking about one of men's biggest fears, premature ejaculation. Welcome to the Love and Sex Podcast. We're your hosts, Allison and Jeff Scott. You can listen to us on your favorite podcast platform, Coast to Coast, and around the world as we talk about sex and relationships. No topic is out of bounds, and along the way, we're going to share our own experiences, failures, and successes to help you live your best life. Welcome into the Love and Sex Podcast. You're with Allison and Jeff. We want to welcome you all in. And of course, I want to welcome you to the show as well, Allison. Thanks, Jeff. Welcome, everyone. So before we jump in, like we usually do, don't forget to head on down to the show notes where you can join the Love and Sex Facebook group. Head over to Amazon, get your book, Seven Principles for Making Marriage or Any Relationship Work. It's really going to help you with the overall communication with your partner, which in turn will really help you in a lot of different areas. And lastly, head over to Pink Cherry, where you and your partner can go shopping for fun items that you can use in the bedroom to enhance your pleasure and explore the sexual beings that are inside you. I don't know. Sounds like the a sexual lot of fun. funness. The sexual <laughs> funness, if that's such a thing. And you might even find something that we're for something that we're going to talk about today, which is one of men's least favorite topics, but one of their biggest fears, like we said in the introduction of the show. And that's premature ejaculation. And this really is something that a lot of men fear, right? Because it is directly tied to the ego, right? If I am not able to kind of control my orgasm and I come too quick and I don't satisfy my partner, it's really going to make me look like less of a man, right? And that's kind of the stigma that comes with it. It's what we see in movies all the time. It makes me think of, uh, Allison, do you remember um, American Pie when I think Jim, he's kind of the dude that's the main character in the movie, right? And he has that, um, the, like the really beautiful foreign girl come over that was in the high school and they're going to study and he does like a strip tease for her and they're going to mess around and he has, I mean, he just, he doesn't eat, right? She barely even touches him. And he comes and it becomes like this big joke right throughout the high school because he had this premature ejaculation. But it's like these are like the scenes and the things that society kind of does to make men feel like less of a man for having this type of condition. Yeah, I don't remember the scene from that movie, but I do remember similar scenes from other movies, although typically it's young men very young men with early on in their sexual experiences that they show in the movies, which isn't, you know, necessarily the case in real life. It happens to men of all ages. Yeah. It really doesn't discriminate as far as your age, but you're right. A lot of movies do focus on that, that, uh, that young man who's maybe having, you know, has very little sexual experience, maybe having sex for the first time and forget that. I mean, if you're a virgin having sex for the first time, you're going to come and come quick. I mean, there's just, you know, that's just, that's kind of like the rite of passage, I right. think, right? Of of having sex for the first time and, and not being a virgin anymore, but does focus on a lot of younger, younger men in movies who are just not that sexually experienced or, I mean, I've seen movies, of course. I mean, this is where it's like a couple, they're in a relationship. It's not this young high school guy or something like that, but it's like a couple in a relationship where, you know, the partner has um, 
you know, premature ejaculation, it becomes an issue in the relationship. And that, I mean, that is the reality of life. And as we go through the show, though, we're going to talk about those things because it doesn't have to be a big thing between you and your partner in the relationship. And it's not something that if you have, you're stuck with. We're going to give you some great tips and tricks for getting past this. And we're even going to talk a little bit later in the show about one of Allison and mine favorite people, Caitlin V, which we talk about all the time because I got some good information for that. But Allison, what is premature ejaculation? Because we all know, okay, it's when you come really quick, but it's not so simple. Right. So there's varying definitions actually, but essentially it's when you regularly ejaculate sooner than you wish or with minimal stimulation typically causing a very abbreviated sexual experience, right? So kind I think of what, that's what we're most used to, right? Yeah, kind right. of what you alluded to is it, it, it happens more quickly than you had hoped for, um, and sometimes it's really very with very minimal stimulation. So that's the official definition. Yeah, and that's, um, that's, that's just too bad. Uh. Yeah, it's pretty common, though. So um, it affects like 20 to 33% of men between the ages of 18 to 59, it's probably actually even a little bit higher, according to this the article that we drew some information in, because people, men are private about this, and it's not something that they're always sharing. So it's likely that that number is even higher. Well, and I would agree with that because, you know, we said this term in the beginning of the show, ego. And let's yeah. face it, right? There's a lot of men out there with, you know, a big ego. And the last thing that they ever want to do, even for an anonymous survey, right, yeah. they still have to say to somebody, <laughs> Yeah, I suffer from that, right? Or I have suffered from that or, or whatever the case may be. It can be really hard for people to do even when their name is not being shared or inf information about them personally is being shared. But just saying it to somebody is a real issue for some people who have issues with the ego thing. So I, I agree. It's probably It is probably something that is higher. But it is important to know, right, that we also have to really take a close look at premature ejaculation because there's a difference between having the condition of premature ejaculation and having situational right. premature ejaculation, right? Right. And that's kind of what you, when we talked about the teenage boy thing, right? <laughs> that's a situational yeah, you're thing. You're a virgin. It's going to happen. <laughs> um, but it, it may happen in other situations as well on occasion to people. So if, if the guy gets super excited, super turned on, and it just goes more quickly than he had anticipated, that's just a situational thing. And it may happen from time to time where others actually have the issue on a regular basis. But can that not, now from a woman's perspective, right, can that, you know, your level of uh, sexual excitement, right, can that not impact a woman's uh, orgasm, right? It may be, maybe she has a more difficult time, but maybe she's super turned on for one reason or another. Can she not orgasm quicker because of that? Of course. I mean, there are times where also it's it's very quick. I mean, obviously it's a little bit of a different scenario because the women can come more than once and the experience can continue on after the orgasm where for for men once they've had the orgasm the experience um, of penetration at least will come to an end for a period of time yeah why don't you keep rubbing it in Allison let us <laughs> let us know how many times a woman can come I know it's it's it is very unfair but you know you hit on something you know about that it happens to everyone I mean it happens to women if they're super turned on it can happen to men if they're super turned on but it just ends the penetration piece. It doesn't end, does not have to end, I should say, the entire sexual experience. There's a lot of other fun things you can do too. Yeah, I think that's the big thing, right? And this is kind of some of the stuff that 
we're, we're jumping in a little earlier to the Caitlin V stuff, but that is kind of what Caitlin V is going to tell you too, right? And, and a lot of experts is that your penis is not the MVP of the bedroom. And I think that is a really hard concept for a lot of men to grasp, right? Because we all, and, and, and I think it's very easy to go there. Um, so I can certainly understand why that happens because we're basically trained as men that the penis is the MVP of the bedroom. And that's what this whole experience is all about, right? And I think that's probably somewhat part of the reason, at least, why some men will not be paying a lot of attention to foreplay, right? Those types of things. Because it's like, okay, well, you know, I'm ready to go. And so <laughs> if, if we just do a little bit, then you should be ready to go because we got to get to the penis because that's the part that really matters. And and there's so many more things I think that we as men overlook or misunderstand because of how we're, how we're kind of brought up to believe in sex as men that, you know, use your fingers, use your tongue, right? There's so many other things and it doesn't always necessarily mean touching the vagina, does it, Alice? Mm -hmm. No. And I mean, honestly, when it comes to Caitlin B, and sorry, I'm backtracking for a second, but everyone who has any fear about sex in any way should listen to Caitlin B. She is just a, such a great sex coach and makes you recognize the fact that you're not alone in anything because there's tons of fears that men have, tons of fears that women have um, that are just that fears. And she really helps you kind of understand the things that we fear the most are just very normal type things and, and happen to many folks. But um, she also is great at, at giving you alternatives to making the sexual experience more enjoyable. Right. She, I think that's the thing that I love about her most and have always loved about her is that she's so relatable and she's, I mean, she's very open sexually. I mean, she, she'll talk about that all the time on her YouTube channel, but um, this is something that, you know, I think is so important is that you want someone who's been in these situations, who's done it, who's experienced it. And so they can talk about it firsthand because they actually have done it and they know right? We're not talking about some stuffy sex expert or sex coach who's had a very vanilla right. sex life, <laughs> right, right? right? Or very vanilla sex experiences. And they really haven't done any exploration, exploration, excuse me, to start. And they're going to tell you all this information, but really what they're telling you is information based on like you know, facts and figures or, or yeah, numbers, textbook right? type stuff. Right. Whereas Caitlin B is talking to you from, Hey, I've done this. So I can tell you firsthand, yeah, exactly. right. I've been in those situations. So I think those are things that are important. That's again, one of the reasons why I've loved her so much. And I like, I like the word relatable that you use because even though she's such a goddess, like she just knows so much about so much, you just feel like she's talking to you, right? <laughs> when she's talking to couples, um, or even just speaking in her YouTube channel. It's just amazing how much you feel like she's speaking to you because she is so relatable. But we uh, talk about this fear that men have of um, premature, premature ejaculation. And remember there was a piece that she did once that was regarding wetness for women. And yeah. what was the, how did she um, describe that the amount of wetness did not relate necessarily to the amount of how much you were turned on. Right. I think, well, I think that's another big misconception, especially for men. And I don't know how many women necessarily know this too, but she was speaking to the men, um, I think more so in that segment, but she was saying, yeah, you know, sure. Wetness is tied to how much you're turned on. Right. I think that kind of relates to 
a guy, whereas maybe the quality of your erection may be, may be tied in to how aroused you are, right? But which the whole point to that was is that wetness is not the sole determiner of the level of excitement in a woman. Right. Some women do have difficulty generating the wetness in the vagina during sex. So it's it's not always just a, a I, I got, what's the word I'm looking for? Like an emotional thing? And sometimes it's more of like a, a body function thing. Yeah, it's just like a biological thing. But right, biological is the word I was looking for. So that's what I think is interesting too about like the premature ejaculation is it's not wanted. I mean, the person is not trying to be like, oh, let's just make this a quickie and be done with. It's just how the body is reacting at the time. So it's not you know, their level of attraction or how, how long they w- wish the sexual experience to, to go on for. It's just a biological thing that happens. And if you listen to Caitlin V, and this is true of um, erectile dysfunction as well as premature ejaculation, a lot of it is usually more mental than there is a real problem. Right. Because all it takes is maybe, maybe, maybe you're a guy out there who uh, had a situational experience, right? Maybe you've never had premature ejaculation, but you know, I don't know, maybe you, you and your partner were doing something different and it really turned you on. You were doing a little exploring. Maybe you were with a new partner and maybe the excitement of that got you going a little bit more. And all of a sudden you had this premature ejaculation experience and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Right? Like that's never happened to me. Like, what are you doing to me? And so you get that in your head. And so the next time that you're having a sexual experience, there's like this little voice in your head going, don't let this happen again. Right. Don't, don't come or don't do. And these thoughts typically will lead to having that experience again. Right. Because there is this psychological factor going on and it can be, a real bad pattern that you can get into because if it, you know, if if you start putting that pressure on yourself, chances are it's going to happen again. And then now it's happened twice. Right. Right. So now you, it's a little easier to excuse something that happens once, but you're like, what the hell? This is the second time in a row, or this is the second time, like in a really short period, you start getting nervous about it. You start getting amped up about it and it starts happening more and more because of this mental piece to it. Yeah. That's, that's gets super mental. But Caitlin V, of course, always says so many um, amazing, helpful tips for any type of sexual situation. But she is like us when it comes to talking about what's super important, which is communication. And that's where I think maybe some guys that have um, had a situational issue or even a regular issue with premature ejaculation are not communicating well with their partner because they're assuming the partner is unhappy about it or they're feeling ashamed about it. So... They don't want to talk about it because they're not feeling right about it. Whereas more often than not, your partner is understanding about it and you figure out together what to do to make the sexual experience continue, um, to make it enjoyable for both of you. And and if the premature ejaculation is a piece of that puzzle for your relationship for the time period or forever, then you work around what other things work for you to make sure that you're both satisfied in the bedroom. Yeah, that's right. And and I think that's a really important point that you bring up, Allison, is that something like this happens. And again, it's from everything that we were just talking about. It's it's society, it's movies, it's everything. But immediately we go to the fact of, shit, she's pissed or she's going to be disappointed in me. She's going to think less of me. She's going to th- stop assuming, right? We know why we never assume, Allison, right? 
the word says us, tells us, right? <laughs> you make an ass out of you and me. Mm-hmm. So don't assume what she's thinking because you don't know without having a conversation with her. And I can, this is, and this is what Caitlin V tells you. First of all, as a, and this is from a woman's perspective and Allison, maybe you can chime in too as, as another woman's perspective. But Caitlin V is like, first of all, don't assume what she's thinking and stop freaking apologizing about it, right? Mm-hmm. Stop, don't roll over, turn over, turn your back to your partner and go to sleep because you just came too quick. All right, hey, remember, penis is not the MVP. So <laughs> go to town, right? Start licking her, start fingering her, start rubbing her back and caressing her nipples and doing all these things, other things that are going to bring her pleasure. And chances are you will yourself, right? Get another boner, right? It's going to come back and you'll be able to go a second time. Maybe that'll take a half an hour. Maybe it'll take an hour, take a break, right? Or maybe put a sexy movie on or do something. Use a toy. on. I was going to say, don't forget the toys. Yeah. (laughs) How how could I forget? (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Um, But yeah, I mean, there's, there's a wealth of things that as a guy you can go to, to pleasure your partner and still give her a great experience. Put aside the ego, right? It doesn't have to be your own dick, right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you're still pleasuring the person you're you still, care about. you're still pleasuring her. And that's ultimately, that is going to like, think about when that experience is over. She's going to be like, all right, so that happened, but holy shit. Like, you know, you use a toy, you used your tongue. Like that was amazing, right? That can be an amazing experience. But I think that will help a lot of guys out there who might be dealing with that ego thing to be like, you know what? All right. So it happened. Not a big deal. It it worked out. Right. So there are options for me. It doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. You know, I was actually just thinking of a scenario when you said don't assume anything. Right. So think about this type of scenario. So you and I have been together um, before in a sexy situation and you came sooner than you wanted to. I would not by any stretch, call it premature ejaculation, but it was sooner than you had hoped to at one point. And I was about ready to pat myself on the back because I was like, oh my God, I made him come. Like it was like this bit, I was on top of you and I was like all pretty excited about it. And I mean, you were kind of like, oh, you know, trying to slow it up because you're, you wanted to make it last longer. And I was like, heck no, I'm going to make this happen. So that's kind of that assuming piece, right? Like if one day the sexual experience is a little bit shorter than you typically prefer, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. Because I, like I said, I was pretty proud of myself. Again, I would not have called that particular scenario premature ejaculation in any way. But it was sooner than you had hoped for. But I was pretty excited about it. Well, and yeah. And I mean, I think that, you know, it's it's perfectly okay too. like if that happens rather than try to as we hear the expression all the time, right? Ignore the elephant in the room, right? Like, okay, we both know that just happened. And rather than just sweep it, you know, just be like, you know, like, wow, I can't believe you just like, you had me so excited and so turned on that I couldn't even hold back any longer. That is a freaking compliment to your partner, right? They're going to feel good. Like, hey, all right. So he came quick. She'll be like, you know, do whatever you need to do, but get over here and pleasure me. But, you know, I mean, she's going to feel proud that she was able to do that to you, too. Right. That's why I wanted to say, you know, be careful about assuming because it's it's um it's the ego thing for the, the male. And I mean, we certainly have as female our our fears about things as well. But communication about the scenario is super important. Some other things you can do. 
thousand. Yeah. So if you know, if you go a little a little sooner than you like, right? Important to understand too. I think men and women's view on sex. Again, we kind of we kind of alluded to this earlier, but right, men. Let's get to the penis. Right. That's that's what sex is about. Women are very different. Yeah. Women are not just about penetration. Women are about the whole experience more so, I think, compared to men. So, you know, the, the oral, the touching, the kissing, the caressing, all those things, right? The biting of the back, the pulling of the hair, spanking of the ass, maybe some of those things. Um, For example. <laughs> you know, just throwing out something. Um, but it is. I think, I think women are more in tune with the experience of sex rather than just penetration like men tend to be more focused on. So we've been saying it all show. Oral, finger her, toys. Maybe what I would recommend, another thing, is go to Caitlin V on YouTube and search her videos on how to make her squirt. Right? That's a good one, Allison, right? So <laughs> but you got it. Here's the thing, right? I I'll give you kind of the highlights from that episode. And uh, we've talked about this before, Allison, right? You were because you were sharing how excited I was, how elated I was when I made you squirt, and how I was patting myself. That on the was back. you patting yourself <laughs> on the back, like I was patting myself on the back the other day. Um, but let's just hypothetically say that you have an experience where you prematurely ejaculate, and you're thinking, "Oh shit!" Well, start, start, uh, start giving her the oral. Start touching her. Start using the toys. Get her going, right? Turn her on. And look at Caitlin V's videos on different ways to touch the vagina. It doesn't have to be just finger penetration, just clit rubbing. Rub the outside of the lips, right? Allison, there's all sorts of ways mm -hmm. that you can kind of stimulate the vagina and get her going. So take your time. Do those things. D seriously, I mean, I mean, this might sound to a lot of guys, you're going to be like, what? no way I'm going to do this. But spend a half an hour doing this, yep. right? Really get her going. And then watch the video on how to make her squirt, how to you insert two fingers, you kind of curl them up and kind of press on the button as <laughs> Allison likes to, right? And you kind of like just shake your arm very vigorously. But if she's never squirted before or she can, but it's maybe not the easiest thing for her to do. If you take your time and you do these things, and even if it doesn't work, big deal. I mean, she's still going to feel good, right? Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't have amazing. to end in the no, squirt right, right, to be right. enjoyable. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if if you're able to obtain that goal, then, you know, you're going to create an amazing experience for her. Even if, like I said, even if you don't, it's still going to be an amazing experience for her because you're going to be sitting there pleasuring for, for a half an hour, right? <laughs> I mean, who's going to complain about that? Right. I'm pretty sure no one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I, I think I, I feel like I'm setting myself up here for something I'll be doing. What are you doing tonight? Yeah. <laughs> I know what I'll be doing for at least a half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, another good thing to do is just just be honest, right? Like um, if you do have a problem and, and this is someone, you know, it's a newer partner, just say, you know what? I'm sorry. Like this this does happen from time to time to me. I Sometimes I just get very excited and this happens. Be honest with her, right? Be open with her. You don't have to sit there and apologize all night. No one wants to have someone who's apologizing constantly. Just let her know. Hey, happens from time to time. It's not a regular thing, but congratulations to you. You really turned me on and, you know, you made me uh, lose my load a little quicker than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> but what I would recommend, too, while you're on Caitlin V's site, Caitlin V does have, you got, of course, you got to pay for it, right? But she has a master class, right? And Allison, we've seen this when we've watched videos um, of Caitlin V. She has a master class 
that says, come when you want. Okay, so this is pretty, pretty, um, pretty huge because her class rate has a 98% success rate. So look wow. at that, right? Yeah. I mean, that's huge. So if you have an issue with this, 98% success rate. And here's the here's the kicker, right? Here's the the big payoff. It's a 90-day money back guarantee. And look at we're not we're not affiliated with Caitlin B. No, we're not, we just she's think not paying she's awesome. us to say this, yeah. right? I mean, this is just how much we believe in her and what she does. And um, so it comes with a 90-day 90-day money back guarantee for any reasons with no questions asked. She has been coaching men on this specific sexual issue for over seven years. Like we said earlier, right? She's not using information or data created by other experts that have no experience in this, right? They're just regurgitating information. This is something, this is, this is real life, right? This is what really works for men suffering from premature ejaculation. So she's actually worked with over 6,000 men, Allison. Wow. With a 98%. I don't know what that math works out to be because I'm just not that smart. Super impressive. Right. But she also says, and I'm sure you've seen these, Allison, when you're touring Pink Cherry, <laughs> right? You don't need to get numbing creams or wipes or all these. She's like, your penis is supposed to feel pleasure, right? If you're numbing it to last longer, then oh, yeah. what good is that? No. no. Right? Would you Would yeah. you recommend that? I would not recommend that. No. no, no, me either. There's lots of other workarounds rather than doing that just to, to extend the time, especially if you're communicating with your partner about it. I'm sure there's a lot of. I know options. one thing that works. What's that? Which 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 one of your favorite things in the bedroom, Allison? Begins with an E. Hmm. My favorite thing that begins with an E. One of your Ooh. favorite things that you like to do to me. Oh, edging. Edging. Oh. Right. We. I think we just talked about this in the last show, but like I was saying, like if you're having sex, right, or doing something, and you're getting really close to coming, if you stop and you wait for that feeling to subside a little bit, it's like it does give you, it's like it's like new on steroids or something, your control, yeah, you're right? you're begging you're, for it. After. <laughs> no, you're begging for it. You're dying. You're yeah, because you're like, you just killed your orgasm right it's on the brink amazing. of having it. But yeah, it does give you staying power on steroids. Yeah. Like you can, it really gives you the ability to last a lot longer. So edging can be not only super fun, but it can also too, it's also a great way if you like, if you're trying to increase the size of your load or the amount of your load, edging can be a way to do that. So interesting. Well, I mean, there's techniques, right? So Caitlin will obviously talk about various techniques that you can use to extend um, the length of your sexual experience and make it more enjoyable. Yeah. She can definitely do that. She has some really good ideas. Edging um, is fun. I'll tell you when you get what are on. What you her, doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Great. So you can see where my night's going. Yeah, I'll you be, got. A, I got a lot of ideas for tonight. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> you I, poor thing. You know, I wish we could. Um, I wish it, it. I wish we could play like part of a song right now that wasn't going to infringe on the copyright laws because I what? would play L King's. You ever saw the uh, the movie on Netflix, The Wrong Missy, which is, by the way, one of oh. my favorite freaking movies. There's a song by L. King Did in there. You sing for us, Jeff. Uh, like my pussy from front to back, and it's 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 a great song. Check it out. Um, L. It's King. naughty. L. King, yeah, it's really really good, and I I would love to play like even just like ten seconds of it, but you can you can get in serious trouble for copyright infringements by Nobody doing do stuff that. like that. Mm -hmm. 
So um, I'll stay away from that because that's the last thing we need is someone coming <laughs> after us for a copyright issue. But uh, you can go anywhere and check that song out. You'll love it. I promise. But check out Caitlin V. I'm telling you, you're going to start watching these videos and you're going to be sucked in. And before you know it, you're probably going to spend three hours on YouTube oh watching God, her I, videos. You can. It's just amazing. She's amazing. She she has just so many interesting ideas and techniques and experiences. And the way she explains things is she just is so cool. She is. And and the relatability of her is just amazing. But the thing is, is with this with this um, just kind of circling back to this premature ejaculation is don't let it get into your head. I know it's easier said than done, right? It's It happens to you and it starts to make you real nervous, but be open and honest with your partner. Don't forget to continue pleasuring her with, you know, fingers, tongues, all those good toys that you might be snatching up for Pig Cherry. Be a lot of fun. Give her a lot of pleasure. It will, um, the issue you can resolve. It's not something that you have to live with or accept. And there's a lot of resources out there like Caitlin V's program there, come when you want, go check it out. 98% accuracy and a 90 day money back guarantee. It's a win-win. You can't lose. Yeah. Nothing to lose right? there. Yeah. I think it might be like a hundred dollars or something for the course. I mm-hmm. think that might be what it's like, but big deal. I mean, you can spend a hundred dollars on a dinner, right? right? I mean, <laughs> so why not spend a hundred dollars on improving your sex life? Right. Yeah. That sounds like a good idea. Right. Mm-hmm. You can still bring the meat. To the table. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Yeah. We digress <laughs> sometimes. Um, all right. I, you know, this was a little quicker today, this show, but I think uh, we touched on I think some. it's fitting. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> look at Allison breaking out a joke. Wow. I kill myself. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. She'll be here all week. Where's my symbol? Symbol <laughs> noise. Um, anyway, that's where we're going to cut it because we're digressing quickly and getting way off track. Thank you so much for stopping by and joining us today. We appreciate it very much. Hope you learned a lot from this episode. Go check out Caitlin V. Let us know what you think and how it worked out for you. And let us know if you actually joined the program and what kind of results you get. I would love to actually hear about someone who did that. And if you want to call in, give us your full name and address. And (laughs) (laughs) No. No, we're joking, of course. Um, But if you want to share your story, we would, of course, uh, always love someone to call in and do that. Hey, we'll see you in the next show. Until the next one, be safe and be kind.